Right. Here's the thing. If I got impregnated by God, I wouldn't be strategizing anything. I wouldn't be worried, yeah. I would right. just be, I'd be a dick about everything. I'd just walk I'd just up. be dancing around, walking right up to that guy. Summer your way pulling in. Pulling his nose. Pointing no my belly Boop. button at him. I'm hey. hey, you want a laser blast yeah. from this? Because <laughs> you're going to get a full-on God laser blast if you don't fuck get the yeah. fuck out of my way. Or you won't, but something else will go good for me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I win. Right. Eagle. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because we angered a witch. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. We've got a musical. I'm we so do. excited. And sitting 900 miles to my northeast. Oh, actually, yeah, Heath's 900 miles to my northeast, too. Whoops, is my bad friend Eli Bostic. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? That's right, No Illusions. Heath and I are in the same room. Gazing. Lovingly into each other's microphones. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh my yeah. god. This yeah. is so us. I did not expect you to say eyes. <laughs> All the shenanigans of a live show with no audience to benefit from it. This right. Time. Yeah. yeah. And and me unable to say stop doing that. Well, I guess I can still say you it. Say I just it. don't know. You can I'm say whatever saying. you want. Saying it Can't about stop the motion gazing. of the ocean. Yes, now there's nipples gazing. involved. <laughs> I'm doing a bunch of bits. Now over there's here. more than nipples involved. His, oh, all I right, almost all did. Right. Slow it down. Slow there it down. are this other people, people in this building. Yeah, family yep. show. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking <laughs> down today? We watched Journey to Bethlehem. It's the story of Antonio Banderas. Um, I think just stumbling onto a movie set during a drug bender and stealing <laughs> the show Fuck yeah, by did. accident. Mm -hmm. Also, the fucking virgin birth. Or There's a virgin birth in there somewhere, but mostly it was just Antonio Banderas chewing fucking scenery. It was mm, so, so good. good. Mm. It's the best. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love the story of the baby Jesus, but you love... High School Musical, the musical more, <laughs> you will love this movie. It's the story of the birth of Christ as heard through the rehearsal room walls at LaGuardia High School. Yep. <laughs> sure the hell was. And of course, this was the theatrical release that brought out only the best people to theaters on a Thursday afternoon. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Also yeah. true of the evening in northern New Jersey. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah, it was Heath, Anna, and I and a very upset couple who were trying to have a lovely date. They were unironically watching this delightful Christian film musical about film. their good friend Jesus. And nobody would be laughing during it. All right. So I so I got even worse. I had three older women that were very clearly offended at the blasphemy of this film. Oh, they, nice. they came and expected something much really? more respectful of Jesus. And this just wasn't it. So <laughs> to be fair, this was not respectful. No, it was not. All. Yeah, right, right. Story. No, we were. It was just this weird like spectrum of hating the movie going from my end of the yeah. theater to theirs. A little horseshoe thing happening. We went yeah. for K-pod afterwards. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Just... And uh, is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best to be the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst evil. I'm going to call it Bluetooth. Yeah. Bluetooth mm -hmm. earpiece of ancient Israel, ancient Judea. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> the prince has this thing on and it's clearly one of those like I got this accessory. 
and he's trying to make you notice it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And finally, somebody's like, oh, what is, is that? Like, you've been just angling it at me this whole time. The whole time. Do you have something <laughs> on your ear? And he's like, oh, no. And then he like, he's dismissive about it. Like, you're an asshole for uh-huh. noticing finally. Oh, mm-hmm. this little thing? Yeah. Oh, that, yes, thing? yes, that, that very large thing on your ear. It was that a gift from my close personal friend. Shell spiraling out of the side <laughs> of your head. It's so big. Mm. It's beautiful. I want one, to be oh, fair. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, no, it looked awesome on so I'm going to say, because, okay, Antonio Banderas was great in this movie because Antonio Banderas was the only actor in this movie. So I'm going with best worst trying to pass a bunch of singers off as actors. Yeah. Right. I think that the, <laughs> the chick that played Mary was a legitimate actor. Antonio Banderas was a legitimate actor. Everybody else was hired because they had a great baritone or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. like, you can act too, right? And they're like, Psh, how hard can it be? Can I act? It's, it's like I used singing, to be, but you stand there too. I used yes. to be a toy soldier at FAO Schwartz. If that um, <laughs> tells you anything, and I'm not a toy soldier in real life. So, <laughs> so. Yeah. that's acting. Very, very narrow cast on that joke, but our forward <laughs> you know what? are going to love it. Who seen this? Movie. It's fine for us. Also, that guy might be a toy soldier in real life <laughs> when he's not at FAO. Yeah. Not clear. I'm going to go with best worst. Sure, we can add that to God's origin story. Right? <laughs> this, this movie is wildly wrong about a lot of God's origin the story. The three of us are offended at the extent to which they changed the God story. Yeah. Right? yeah. And they added a lot of co- unnecessary controversy to their God, right? This would be like if Muslims were like, we made this movie about Muhammad and it's got that time he shat himself real bad (laughs) after he had that bad kebab. Sure. Like that needs to be first and foremost in the Hadith before you just go ahead and swing for the fences with it. And look, this isn't like fucking around with the Batman canon or anything. It's the birth of your... God. Right. Yep. To be clear, we're like two old ladies away from the death penalty being the punishment for this movie. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Do you remember how mad Eli was during Batman v Superman about the canon of Batman being yeah. messed up? Watching him watch this, he kept getting actually mad about like, that's not in scripture. He'd look over <laughs> right? and be like yeah. kind of mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the, the, the three old ladies in front of me the whole fucking time. All right, well, I'll tell you what, we've got a bounce in our step and a song in our hearts, so we're going to keep the break brief. When we come back, we'll dive into all the creative license that is Journey to Bethlehem. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And then on Boxing Day, it's important you don't mention aunts or aunts to grandma. Why? I don't have time to go into the story. Hey, guys. What you doing? Oh, hey, Heath. I'm just prepping Noah to see my family for Christmas. There's a lot of dynamics and drama to keep track of. That's true. This time of year can be a lot. And it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. But did you know that therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change? Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. Wait, therapy is something to look forward to? That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If only switching seats at the Thanksgiving table were that easy. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash awful today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash awful. All right, Heath, thanks. 
Maybe I'll have some new tools to deal with Uncle Frank at New Year's. Like psychologically and interpersonally? I mean, I was thinking a hammer, but sure. I mean, a hammer works too. All right, everyone. Welcome to the first ever writers meeting for Journey to Bethlehem, the birth of Jesus musical. Woo! All right. So now I'm sure you guys have all familiarized yourself with the stories in the Bible. Um, I mean, uh, mm. Seriously, guys? Uh, I was fighting porn addiction this year. Uh, I had to take a step back from social media after writing a, a manifesto. So, Well, I, you know. darn it. Now I have to admit that I don't know the story either. Seriously, you're the head writer, though. I was at January 6th and I've dealt with a lot of things in court since then. Sure. You got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Never forget. What are we going to do? I mean, what do we know? I mean, I have seen a manger. Okay. Uh, I've heard like like five Christmas songs. Sure. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. We could probably just fill in the rest. People will understand. People will understand. Mm, totally. Great. So let's just start riffing and, you know, do our best. Do our best. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's going to be great. So January 6th, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Took a shit right on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, folks. Just gotten in with a quick reminder that this is the last week to get your donations in for Vulgarity for Charity 2023. This is our annual joint fundraiser with Tom and Cecil from Cognitive Dissonance to provide funds for families in need through an amazing charity called Modest Needs. Just go to modestneeds.org, donate $50 or more, then send proof of donation to vulgarityforcharity at gmail.com along with a roast request. We're going to be choosing 200 donors, the 100 highest donors, and another 100 at random, and roasting the people, places, and things of their choice on scathing atheist and cognitive dissonance. The roasts are already underway, but there's still time to get your donation in. But hurry, the fundraiser ends at midnight Eastern on Thanksgiving Day. We had a $100,000 match. We blew right through it, so the incredibly generous donor offering that match upped the match by fifty grand. As of this recording, we've already blown through half of that as well, but that leaves us looking for at least $25,000 more in donations in the next few days. So please, if you can, check out modestneeds.org and make a donation today. Thanks. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to open up with a title card insisting that this was based on a true story, guys. Yeah, not not super based on a true story. <laughs> not even really all that based on their false story when Right, it comes yeah. down to it. Yeah, they, they open up with a young woman named Mary, and I wrote, quick question, how young movie? How young? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Some 20s. Right, yeah. I like that they went with an actor who's like 30. That was yeah. Yeah. Good, for them. good for them to do. Yeah, right. No, the narrator comes up. She's like, uh, once upon a time, God raped a tween. Don't, uh, it's just, we we hired a 27-year-old, so it'll be fine. <laughs> time was in metric back then. <laughs> back then, <laughs> it was different. Don't picture, don't picture a 12-year-old, please. It's like half, half his age plus seven means nothing when you've always existed, so it's just, yeah, yeah think about so it, it, huh? It doesn't. You're a bigot. So... <laughs> So, yeah, so we get our title, Journey to Bethlehem, and then we meet the three wise men waiting on a new star, right? And this is where we get my first best worst because the dude playing Balthazar, love the voice, but this guy is so not an actor. He's just got this dumbass, I'm in the movie grin the entire fucking time. (laughs) Also, they don't use his beautiful milk chocolatey speaking voice when he sings. They did not. They hired like a white tenor to be like, oh, girl, I'm a king. 
Yeah. And then he talks. Right. There's one spot. There's one spot where they where he actually gets to go all base and shit. But uh, yeah. And then the rest of it is is fucking nonsense. Yeah. Hey, historical question. Were there a lot of dreadlocks in this time and place of the world? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of dreadlocks. A lot of uh, telescopes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of telescopes. Hey, man, that's just a tube. You're just looking through a tube. <laughs> well, you know. We don't have clear glass yet. We don't so I don't see anything. How your telescopes weren't invented yet. We don't have anything better than nothing at the end of that tube yeah. right now. They don't They don't say that tubes weren't invented. They can't. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So Balthazar's looking through it. The very first thing in the movie, we see Balthazar looking through a telescope. Now, the three wise men, they're going to play him for comedy. And here's how they're going to do it. Caspar is short and Melchior is fat. Huh? So that's that's all the classic, humor you really need. Classic dynamic. I actually enjoyed their their stupid banter and shenanigans, the three of them <laughs> together. Like that was like the only good thing in this movie. Pretty yeah, much. it meant the movie wasn't happening. So that yeah. was always a good sign. Yeah. yeah, right, right. As long as nobody's singing, I was happy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then a concubine starts singing a song about Emmanuel. Yes, the, yep. hit, the, the classics concubine. So this concubine will have one function, which is to sing her version of a Christmas song, you know, mm-hmm. right? But it's always like a weird, poppy, off-tone version, right? She's like, yes. oh, come all ye fair. Really? You didn't know we're running? You're doing a run there. Right? Oh, you're still going? You're, you're doing a whole, you're going to do a fermata? <laughs> Okay. No, you're still going. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah. So we get <laughs> the poppy rendition of "O Come All Ye Faithful" over the three kings' camel in their way to Judah. Yeah. And my wife was doing full volume bits in the theater at this point, <laughs> out of the seat, I, dancing. Yes. I wrote in my notes, "We're absolutely going to have to fist fight the only other people in this theater." <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So then we cut to Mary learning that she's been betrothed to Joseph. She hasn't met Joseph yet. She's just learning that he's going to be her husband. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be betrothed because she's an ancient Judean feminist. Feminist. Aspiring <laughs> teacher. She, she's she rebelling wants against the patriarchy. Yeah. She says she wants to be a teacher. She might as well be like, I want to levitate. Like yeah. the level. Right. <laughs> right. I want to grind glass for ye oldie telescopes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah. And honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say it here. This movie could easily, if you didn't already know the story, this movie could easily be mistaken for an argument as to why we need to bring back betrothal. Sure. Right? Yeah. That it works out for everybody. Yeah. This is one of the least like sexually problematic things that's happening to Mary for the rest of the movie. The no, rest of the fair. betrothal. Yeah. She has more autonomy over the betrothal than anything else. That's true. <laughs> so, so yeah. So Mary's pissed. Her parents tell her about the betrothal. She storms out of the house. She goes to chat with her sidekick, Fig the Donkey. Mm-hmm. Best character in the movie. Well, yeah, Spoilers. absolutely. Spoilers. Fig, <laughs> so good. major figure in the Bible. Huge. <laughs> Huge. Real important. Remember when they won the Bible? It was Fig. It was we'll Fig. Get to right, it was we'll Fig, actually, who won the Bible. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. So. Yeah. so, but Mary's sisters are like, ah, don't be bummed about the betrothal. We can go shopping. Because, you know, women... Always. It's like shopping. Someone listened to Matchmaker, Matchmaker from Fiddler on the Roof and was like, I feel like this song is too anti matchmaker. <laughs> 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 so, 
Yeah. And so then we get the Mary getting married song. Yeah. I wrote lyrics written by me trying to write intros for Noah in alliteration in a vulgarity for charity segment. <laughs> yeah. the- <laughs> I mean, in fairness, they went with Mary, 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 Mary for alliteration. At one point. Yeah, so for, for quite a fucking while. Technically alliteration, I suppose. I Yep. And honestly, this song, like the entire time they're doing this song, I kept picturing me and Eli as the sisters and Heath as Mary. Because yes. the whole song is, I don't want to get married. And the sister's going, but marriage is awesome. Why would you not want to get married? Think of all the new bits we can right? do. We need to recreate this. We need to do a TikTok bit where we sing this song together. Yeah. Yes. Cool. And it all worked out great for Mary slash Heath in the end, apparently. <laughs> it did. It did. I mean, you, you could be appearing on cookies for thousands of years to come. <laughs> okay. Okay. There was one tiny moment in that song. Maybe I just went crazy, but I'm pretty sure like an insane old woman stumbled into this set and was like, Mary, and they just kept it <laughs> in the middle of the song. Yep. And they were like, all right, you get one. That's fine. All right. You have to, now you have to leave the set, yeah, lady. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so I'm trying to be less upset and angry in my life because of the heart condition, but I can only do so much when the movie tries to rhyme romantic with traumatic. Traumatic. You got to hit the ick. Yeah. (laughs) And this movie does hit the ick hard. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and I have to point this out. So, you know, that thing where like everybody joins arms and they go in circles around the main character. So the sisters try to do that with Mary a couple of times in this bit, but there's only two of them. Right. So they keep whacking her with their arms because there's yeah. not really room to do that. Stay tight. You got to keep it in tight. We don't have a lot of space. Got real mosh Mary. vibes. Real yeah. mosh vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And just to be clear, this is a song that's about accepting that some old guy is going to be fucking you forever against your will. Yes. As a like TikTok Christmas pop song. Mary, 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 Mary. Very yeah. strange. Yep. 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 Well, that, they're preparing their Utah listeners, you know. <laughs> and they're setting the tone for the rest of the movie, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Build you up to it. But this song wraps up when Mary accidentally bumps into a cute guy at the fruit stand. Spoiler, this will turn out to be Joseph. Like, obviously. Right. It's so fucking obvious. Okay, this felt like a Heath character for sure to me. Because he tries to flirt and it goes so badly. He's like, I'm an expert at fruit choosing I, stupid. I fight you like a gourd. I could juggle. I, could I can't really a, do any juggle tricks. I can board. do the three. I can do the three for a little bit. And I gather. It's a gather. There we go. I'm, <laughs> I have podcasts. Shit. Well, I don't know. It feels like to me like the gourd flirting works because she seems super into Joseph by the end of it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think we need to point this out to most of our audience, but this is not what happens in the Bible. Nope. <laughs> they are. Is it not? They are married when she is visited by the angel. Yes. So the first half of this movie and the drama it elicits was just the people being like, I don't know, guys, the story of the birth of the savior of the universe is a little boring. Let's add a meet cute and some family drama. Yeah. Betrothal rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, is that they're right. That's what blows me away, right? They always say, oh, this is the greatest story ever told. It's like, really, why do you need to embellish it? So it's to make it interesting for 90 fucking minutes. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Literally in the book you tell it in, four guys tell it differently. That's how bad it is. Actually, like, I don't even think most of them tell it. I think most of them leave this part out. I think only one of the, yeah. Get Uh Aaron Sorkin to punch up the dialogue. Right, yes. (laughs) 
here's the thing you need to understand about Petrovos, Joseph. <laughs> At least all the characters would still be Jewish. And, and, and there would be a lot more walking talks. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, well, actually, the, yeah, the characters would be Jewish, would have been, which would have been a nice change. So Also, they can't handle the truth. So mm-hmm. that would fit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but so he, oh, that, that was better than I gave it credit for. He, Thank you. I want to go back and Eli laugh. Was that was me pretty stupid. I was mouthing Eli, stupid Eli's at looking him. at me and being like, you're an idiot. That's <laughs> idiot. a dumb Everyone joke. Everyone hated that joke. Aaron Sorkin wrote A Few Good Men. It's Morgan, yeah, leave, yeah, that's, leave that's the good echoing joke. silence after so, that joke. <laughs> So Joseph offers her some fruit. She's like, I can't take your fruit. I'm betrothed. He's like, I wasn't going to put it there. And the donkey goes, I'll take the fruit because Fig the donkey is awesome. Nice. Vital to this story. Fig the donkey. Audience favorite. Yep. And Joseph, as they walk out, he goes, I hate donkeys. I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck Fuck you, you. man. That's why I don't like your religion. (laughs) I don't like you. And then. We cut to King Herod's palace where we're going to meet Antonio Ben fucking Darius. Coming Fuck. in hot. Oh, already <laughs> fucking and drinking and just rolling balls on Molly. He's mm-hmm. so good. Hey, Antonio Dice, are you going to do a voice for <laughs> King Herod of Judah? Dice, I was thinking I would do this. Yeah, you right. mean. Your voice. Your voice? Your voice. Mm-hmm. Do you like me in Puss and Boots? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're good as Puss and Boots. Yeah. It's good. He plays That's this what I will as do here. Puss and Boots. Yeah, it's yes. literally, honestly, if it had been the CGI cat Puss and Boots. <laughs> Amazing. It's the exact same performance. Sure is. Just slightly angrier Puss and Boots. Yeah. Puss mm-hmm. and Boots. At a rave. Yeah. So he meows at one point in this scene. He literally goes like, Does he? meow. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Best. All right. No, he, no. To be fair, he was he was just rolling really hard and he did that mouth thing mm-hmm. where, where you're, you're like, like ah, but, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. So, and, and this is where we meet his son. Remember Herod's son from the Bible? <laughs> Almost nope. as important as Fig the donkey. Yeah, right, right, right. And I had to look it up on IMDb because I don't think they ever say it, but his son's name is Antipater. Yeah, anti father yep, is that's, your first and that's name. Also I named his you that. Personality. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he comes in and he's like, "Hey, Dad, Rome wants a census," and Herod's like, "Fuck sensei. That's you. That's Fuck you. That's why I named you anti father, asshole. So, wrap wrap me in this silk thing and don't open it. Yeah, <laughs> gonna jerk off in here. So, and but of course he's like, "I'm not gonna have a census. I'm gonna do a song." Now, we should point out like that Herod in the Bible is an infanticidal dictator. Weird to play that character for yucks, but he does. They he, do, yeah. He, he does the Puss in Boots routine here, mm-hmm. and he sings a song about how awesome it is to be the evil king. Yeah, which includes introducing us to his throne room, which is a giant lion head that's mm-hmm. on fire that all the time. Fire out at With random intervals. Bright red, glowy eyes mm-hmm. all yep. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. A little over the top. Yeah. Also, he ends the song by snapping and all the lights go out, but like the lights are torches. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell did that work? Okay. <laughs> Got a bunch of eunuchs holding their breaths, really wait, watching on him <laughs> to snap. <laughs> Do you remember whatever crazy movie we did that had the the giant yarn lion on the back wall. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Is that a tribute to this? Obviously. Yeah, Real of thing course. that was yeah. in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very Perhaps. biblical part of Herod's throne room. Yeah, maybe. Was that like Karate Cop or whatever? Mm-hmm. It, I think it was, yeah, Samurai Cop. Cop. Yeah, yeah, I think that's correct. 
It's a good memory, man. Universe is colliding. Yeah. So, okay. So then we cut back to Mary's parents. They're greeting Joseph's parents on the way into the betrothal ceremony. Right. Yeah. And again, this is supposed to be a comedic moment because they were like, guys, we got to fill 90 minutes with once a baby was born. So they literally have like a Rachel. So nice to meet you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) I don't think anybody was pronouncing it Raquel in ancient Judea. Were they? I have brought you this cheese. It's mozzarella. Okay. You know what? You know what? (laughs) Stop being all of Heath's older friends that he introduces (laughs) me to and I have to pretend it's cool. <laughs> also, so Joseph is there, but they're trying to like they don't want to let us know that Joseph is the guy that she ran into with those flirting, flirting with the gourds earlier. So they're going to like the ridiculous lengths to not show us his face. He's like, yes, no, I'm oh, just they're doing. I'm wearing a 43 inch cowl just because that's how, yeah. how I'm comfortable. Yeah. They're doing Wilson from Home Improvement for Joseph, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, if this keeps going for the rest of the movie, this could be funny. Like they have to fuck through a fence or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> no. So and we cut back to we cut back to Mary. She's still she's still very bummed about this. She's not out into the betrothal ceremony. She's still getting ready for it. And I thought it was weird to focus on Mary's desire for physical autonomy in this story at this point, right? Yeah. It doesn't it's a no-win situation for Christianity. Don't don't flag that, guys. Yeah. So, but she's like, you know, her mom's like, no, God will make sure it works out okay. And and she says, I don't know if I have enough faith for that. And mom says, and I quote, Mary, you have more faith than you think. That's literally impossible. That's not a thing. Nope. Is it? You believe things you don't believe you believe. <laughs> yep. Sounds like my mom and with my atheism. Yeah, exactly. Yes. On the live stream. Yeah. <laughs> also, to be clear, the, the message here is let your faith guide you into consent that you're currently not now giving. Right. Right. Yes. Terrifying. Right. And then mom gives her her betrothal head cage face. What hammock. was that? Is, the, is that historically accurate? That's the thing. Uh, what I love be. about our notes here is that none of us are going to be like, that's not no. real because we're worried someone's going to write in and be like, that's actually called the Chodush, right. and it's and been a Jewish tradition for thousands of years and we're going to be like, oh my gosh, we are so Eli's sorry. a vicious anti-Semite as usual. That's what I've been particularly told. Sorry, but yeah, but yes, you she should gets be. her no, betrothal I'm... head cage. Oh, uh, we get of a the <laughs> betrothal songlet. Mm-hmm. You know, a little quick little bit to introduce the couple. Yeah, with a with a, a reasonable tone. It's like a Mamma Mia flash mob about yeah. betrothal in yes. ancient yeah, exactly. Israel. <laughs> it's very tasteful. And then Joseph comes out, and surprise, surprise, it's the only young male character that we've met in the movie so far. Now. Yeah, and she's really mad. She's like, you talk to me in the market even though you were betrothed. And he's like, yeah, but it was it was a meet cute for the movie. I, I, was cheating, I was cheating on <laughs> you with you, you yeah. in the future. I don't understand what the problem is. You were theoretically cheating on me. You were theoretically cheating. No, I, I'm with Mary here. This is a great point. Uh, how dare he? Mary introduces the great biblical tradition of being mad at your husband for things you had dreams about. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so, but she's pissed. So she storms off. Joseph follows and and they have this like, you know, this very super awkward conversation. Again, I don't even think they were betrothed in the Bible, right? We never learn how the two of these people. So there's no reason to make their relationship contractual rape. No, no, none. She's actually like running away and he goes after her and she's like, stop chasing me. He says, I'm not chasing you. 
you're always lying when you say I'm when not. You, yep. so if you start saying that, stop moving, <laughs> and you're about to lie, and stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and she's like, you don't understand. I wanted to be a teacher. And I wrote, she wants to be a teacher and marry someone she loves and ride in an aeroplane. <laughs> okay. but, but this is where we learn what Joseph wants to be. We laughed yes. so fucking I, loud and I hard. Could not, we got in so much trouble yeah. from the two people in the theater with us here. His response to, well, I wanted to be a teacher is, well, I'm an inventor. <laughs> yes. And an yes, inventor. An inventor. I wanted to so bad for the rest of this movie for him to have like you remember the dad from Gremlins. I wanted him to have Gremlin dad inventions for the rest of the right. Movie. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to start explaining like, okay, so it's called Doge Shekel, and it's like, <laughs> do you know? It's like it's not money. No, it's not money. I see you already asking if it is. Can you spend? No, you can't really spend nope, it. No, but it's, it's just trust me. It's a store and then of value if you make a picture of that, isn't. there's also a thing. Yeah. Nope. So, but yeah, but this leads into a sadness duet about how neither of them are really into this. Yeah. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote in my notes, we trained ChatGPT on over 30,000 promposals to write the lyrics for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the refrain from the song is, can we make it work? Which loses a lot of its charm when you realize that her other choices are misery and suicide. Right. And she's 12. Right. Well, yeah, that doesn't help either. Reminder of the context. Yeah. <laughs> but by the end of the song, they're over it and they're pretty much in love. Right. Yeah. So. All right. So that night. God rapes Mary is the only way to say it. God. <laughs> I saw I saw this scene coming. I was like, hey, movie, you want to do a yada yada? Just uh, do a little telecard <laughs> and uh, go move fastest. <laughs> but hey, I thought it was great. I thought they were like, OK, guys. So we have. God's got to rape a 12 year old. He's mm -hmm. got to. No, don't hear me out. He has to. Okay. And if anyone says anything except a solution, I'm not hearing it. So we have to. Mm -hmm. Drag queen angel practicing his lines is what they settled so on. So interesting. To yuck this bit up. I so, And I'm, I'm so pissed that they abandoned this bit, right? So Gabriel shows up in her bedroom. He's this giant black drag queen. And he's like, all right. <clears throat> God's going to rape you tonight, Mary. No, no, stupid, stupid, stupid. too direct. Uh, so guess what, Mary? No, no, too light, too light. He actually does a hello today. Like, an yeah. act, he's like, hello tonight. Nope. Stupid. Uh, you know, uteruses. No, that's not. That's not how you start that. I should have come as a wheel in a wheel. Stupid. You're a heavy sleeper. Bad. That's also bad. No. Mm. Jewish. Magical mm. impregnation. Are you happy? And we should point out that this guy is super hot. The guy playing Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Very beautiful much so. man. Just because there's kind of a moment where like she wakes up and she's like, uh, so what's going on? He's like, so God's going to impregnate me. And she's like, oh, wait, are you uh, are you God in this instance? Or he's like, no. And he's like, no, no I was you did it while you were asleep. Disapp disappointed. too. I'm just here so. to tell you about it afterwards. Like, <laughs> like, like SVU. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, Jesus. They should have sent Stabler. <laughs> oh come on Christopher Maloney comes in Hey how's it going Yeah right right No that'd be great Christopher Maloney <laughs> I wanted some side tackles From Mariska Hargitay Throughout Oh this. yeah Right That was oh, sure. nice. Couldn't get her Ice-T just pushing God's head Under the, <laughs> under the To get into the car In the back Ice-T is walking away From the little tent And he's like So you mean to tell me <laughs> Yeah right <laughs> So, yeah, but he tells her, he's, you're going to have God's kid. You have to name him Jesus. And she goes, 
Jesus. And it's like, it's supposed to be her trying the name out, but it sounds like her taking it in vain, right? It's like, Jesus. Right. And she, she, she goes, Jesus, that's the promised king. But it's not. It's no, not. it isn't. <laughs> it <laughs> isn't. She's like, why? I, I, does that mean that I'm going to have the son of God? He's like, well, hold on. That mistranslation hasn't even been made yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's mis, that's wrong about the Bible to the third level. Because the prophecy says he's named Emmanuel, and his name wasn't Jesus. It was Yeshua. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, I don't know about this. And Gabriel's like, look, even your old-ass cousin Elizabeth got pregnant, and she's fucking old. That's way weirder than, you know, virgin birth. Okay, but this brings up a real problem for me. because This right here, just now? Because John the Baptist's mom is such a Bible deep cut that how come you know that? but not they were married already when the age right. okay. Oh, is Elizabeth the like 85-year-old pregnant lady? That's John's mom? Yeah. John, the, John the Baptist. Yeah, we see little mom. baby okay. John the Baptist at the end of this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Jesus' uh, cousin. Okay. He's reaching for Jesus' feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but basically, but Mary's pretty upset about all of this. Gabriel tells her to quit being such a pansy, and he dips out and we'll never see him again. Correct. All right, well, that virgin's fucked, so clearly it's time for a quick break, but we'll be back in a flash with even more Journey to Bethlehem. Hey, podcast listener, what's up? It's me, Eli. Look, I know we usually do fun little sketches for our ads, but sometimes we just got to tell you how it is. And I'm telling you that if you have a child, or honestly, even if you just have like kind of a pet, hell, if you occasionally take pictures of your surroundings, your mom wants an aura frame for Christmas. What's an aura frame? Glad you asked. As far as your mom is concerned, it's a magic picture frame that you can set up before she opens it, and it's chock full to the brim with pictures of grandkids, fur babies, family photos you scanned, vacation pictures, anything. She can swipe through them. She can like her favorites, but they're all going to be your favorite because she's going to love her aura frame. And from now through Black Friday and Cyber Monday, visit AuraFrames.com and get $40 off their best-selling Carver mat frame with the code AWFUL. This is their best deal of the year, so get yours now. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com with the promo code AWFUL. Terms and conditions apply. AuraFrames. She doesn't want earrings. (laughs) All right, Gabriel, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. You got this. All right. Mary. Mary, wake up. Hello? Is someone there? Oh, fuck. You're 12. Um, are you an angel? Or- uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, just, I thought you would be much older. Well, I I hear that some historians think I could be up to 15. Still not good. Still not good. Really would have loved a heads up on the... On the age. No, all right, it's fine. Um, I bring you good news, sixth grader. I don't I don't about, go to school. Not better, not better. I bring you good news. You are going to give birth to uh, the king of kings. Oh wow. When? Oh, um in, in nine months. When I'm twelve. You could be thirteen by then. We don't know, but yeah, yes, so. Congrats. Thanks. Wait, does that mean that God is... I I don't know. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. I don't know. And for the record, I didn't do 
whatever happened. I just am doing a messenger thing. So yeah, uh, congratulations, I guess. Okay. Um, can I ask one thing? Yeah, sure. What's up? Is this for a good reason at least? Oh, yeah. Um, it's because God is mad at everybody. But if he sacrifices himself to himself, that then he forgives you. Got it. Feels bad. Real bad. Yeah. And we're back for the breakdown. And we're going to rejoin the action with Herod waking up from a nightmare by sitting straight up. In his straight up. Bed. Straight up. Yep. She's also wearing incredibly modern striped pajamas. Sure is. <laughs> like, he might as well roll out of bed and check his phone. That's how modern <laughs> the pajamas are. You see are. Santa Cruz banana slugs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got, so before he wakes up, there's like this gold glittery shit that I'm, I guess is like God sending divine nightmares to him. Yeah, divine. The, the golden powder ghost is in the movie throughout. I thought it was maybe meant to be Gabriel in like showing up form. Yeah, Ooh. right, right. Like it's sending the dreams to him or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why God would do that. Why would God give Herod the heads up? Right, it doesn't make a lot of fucking sure. sense. No. And why not, if you're going to send Gabriel places, let him have an invisible cloud form. Sure, yeah, a so important. visible gold one that people right. can catch you. Seems like easier too. Especially when you're about to like set up a sex crime for God. You'd want to mm. have yeah. as little. I don't know why I'm giving him tips. I'm going to leave his, yeah, his little evidence behind. Yeah. Mariska Hargitay dips her thumb into some golden dust. Yeah, That's right? God. Yeah. <laughs> She's got it in a little baggie. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so but Herod wakes up. He, he's from his nightmare. He notices there's a new star in the sky and he's like, well, that can't be good. <laughs> okay, that was funny. He was like, "Does this star look not fuck?" That's no. the thing. Yeah, that's an <clears throat> ominous portent, like a blurry mole for kings. And so, okay, and then we get the scene where Mary tries to explain all the going ons from last night to her parents over a casual breakfast, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just being like, "Yeah, so I got fucked by a ghost past the uh, butter, please." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, I got fucked by a ghost. I'm pretty sure, and I'm pregnant now. And again, like I just have to point out. This is not in the Bible. It's not. They didn't have to create weird dynamics between Mary and her fucking in-laws. Right. Well, so, this is not necessary. Yeah. So, so we start off with her parents and, and mom, her mom is way too quick to accept. No, I'm a pregnant virgin, though, as the story. That's a nice Jewish mother right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure if I called my mom tomorrow and I was like, yeah, a ghost got me pregnant. And you're a virgin? Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah. And she'd be like, you absolutely are. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, but dad's not sure. Mary's like, I ain't no fucking liar. And he's like, okay. And then now that she's all practiced up, I guess we get her telling the same story to Joseph and his parents. And Joseph's mom doesn't quite yell whore and throw rocks at her, but close. super duper close. close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Credit to Mary. She she puts on a good show. She comes in. She's like, listen, so have you all read The Ethical Slut? That would be great if you nodded. Yeah, no, no, you're, nodding, no. you're not. Oh, okay. you have rocks. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. Yeah, she has this moment where Joseph's like, tell them it's a joke. And I was like, fucking weird joke, Joseph. I don't think that would help if she just goes, huh? No, but it was a bit. I don't think they would. Yeah. No, it's Joseph. <laughs> they feel relieved. <laughs> 
it dribbled out from my butthole. Um, this lady gets it. Am I right? You gotta, you gotta catch those dribbles. You gotta go shit right away. Oh God. So huh? okay, yeah. So but his mom and dad call off the wedding, right? And despite desperately wanting out of the marriage as recently as yesterday, she now longs for Joseph's approval and acceptance because she's a woman. Yeah, you know, now that they've shared a duet, she's committed to him. Sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. So she leaves. He starts to follow, but only a little. It doesn't count. And then I guess Mary's mom decides that she has to go live in exile with her cousin Elizabeth. That's, again, John the Baptist's mom-to-be. Such a weird fiction to introduce so many universes. It's like, you know how Marvel is kind of like a post-divorce stepdad sort of stumbling around being like, and then Wolverine meets Captain Marvel. You like her? Yeah. You like her? That's what this movie is doing. Unnecessary. Like they didn't destroy right. the Infinity Stones. You're on yes. the OG timeline. <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, this leads she, so she's going to leave to go to to Hebron where where Elizabeth lives. This leads to the third I sure am sad about my circumstances song from Mary in the first 35 minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you guys were taking notes cuz I was entirely distracted by the 100% modern dress she was wearing from fucking anthropology. <laughs> like a, a wool knit dress with an exposed collarbone that not only would get her stoned to death at the time, but also was physically impossible with the technology yeah, of the day. There's like an anti-theft device. Yeah, for on. real. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is a weird song. It was basically like, hey God, little help. If I'm doing your stupid, crazy thing, you want to yep. help out? Because it's going really badly for me ever since you did your thing and you had Gabriel announce it to me. And as this is happening, she's, <laughs> I found this pretty funny. She walks out onto like a dead end Mesa thing and mm -hmm. has to just stop and be like, fuck, that's a long walk back. The other end of song. This is the song. This is the song. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to point out every bad rhyme, but they tried to rhyme shadow with travel at this point <laughs> in the movie as well. Some of these I have to fucking call out. But yeah, she stays remarkably clean through her multi-day trek through the desert, as does her fucking fully modern dress, I guess. Do you think Mary could have like threatened an abortion here and had God show up to help? Like she's asking for help oh, in a there song. You go. God's not showing up. She could do a threat type thing. That's what I thought. You have the ultimate like Hostage. miscarriage production. You should be able to fucking slide down the sand dunes on your stomach and God's like, no, it's okay. Yeah. Keep it intact. You can make God meet you at the drop point. Yeah, that's right me here. in there. <laughs> this is a great hostage scenario. It's actually me in the corner. So <laughs> that's me in the spotlight. <laughs> doing Losing my your religion. religion. I was gonna go with doing my okay, religion. There it is. There it is. <laughs> so but eventually she she gets to Hebron and she meets Elizabeth. Elizabeth, by the way, is is, is about fifty-five in this um movie and pregnant. So Yeah, they definitely read that part of the deep Bible lore where they were like, She's eighty five and they were like, No, just come on. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. She's pregnant we're, with a tumbleweed and dust. Yeah, right yeah, now. Right. No, but we're having we're having fun changing the ages wherever we feel see fit to do so. She's pregnant with some problematic racial opinions. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, John the Baptist. Yeah. So then we, we cut back briefly to the three wise men so they can relieve some comedy. Right? Yes. I love this because they at this point 
it's just us trying to get Heath to stop eating caramels during no, the record. I like these caramels, and I'm not taking <laughs> off these goggles ever. It's I will never take off these goggles. There's literally a moment where it's just our show dynamic. <laughs> it's just our like like grounds for a lawsuit levels of our show dynamic. <laughs> if somehow the third guy who was short with the telescope was trying to move along the movie, it would be a complete and total reflection. <laughs> totally. And he was. The, the, that's exactly what he was fucking doing. He's like, come on, man. We got to go. We got to get this trip underway. Well, the other motherfucker ate cheese. <laughs> <laughs> And whatever, the Eli one was just like gaslighting the angry one that like, no, we don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> we don't have to do anything. Yep, yep. Oh, God, yeah, because this is even where they have the like, I wasn't yelling. And yes, he was, he was definitely yelling. Yeah, wow. Wow. This is, yeah. I, I, I think we may have a lawsuit. Here. We have a lawsuit for sure. That was me yelling. No, it wasn't. They what? have to put us in Sound of Freedom too. <laughs> As children. Yeah, there you go. What? That's all I want. Okay. So then we get Mary settling in with her geriatric cousins. Yeah. So they have this weird thing that they have decided to make a full-blown bit. So when Elizabeth tells Zachariah in the Bible that she's pregnant, it says Zachariah was struck dumb. Yes. But it just means surprise. That was also an expression back when the Bible was oh, written. they didn't know that and they went with mute? Right. Which is why Zachariah is mute for the entire film. Yeah, that's a, that's a common interpretation of the character. But yeah, uh -huh. this is when they decided to pick one thing to go with in in their head as like accurate to the yeah. Bible. This one little thing, and so Zachariah for the rest of the movie will be doing weird mime bits, which I cannot communicate <laughs> to you, podcast listener, given our medium. But like the whole time the movie's going on, people will be like, "Yes, we must travel to Shechem to see." And in the background, there's a guy being like, bum, 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 "Yeah, bum, right." Bum, no, he's bum, going, "Okay, okay." I'm right, going down three words. Second word, short stairs. word, short word. <laughs> Elevator. Yeah. And also, by the way, it comes off as just him giving her the silent treatment for being pregnant, right? Like he's mad at her and just being bitchy about it. Yeah. And look, we all know this old Jewish couple, so I get it. But I'm just saying, it's weird <laughs> to put it in your room. I'm not fucking the hell. She knows why. <laughs> so My brother came to stay for a weekend. She didn't put the guest room together. <laughs> I was so good to her mother before she died. So... So, yeah, but so Mary's still whining about her own situation. And Elizabeth has this amazing fucking line, which I have to share in its entirety. She says, well, you know what my husband used to say back when he was speaking is that patience is a great companion for faith. Rough. Or any movie. untrue thing, really. Yeah. It's <laughs> Give it a minute. It's a great companion for con men, too. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anal sex. Strangely <laughs> enough. Same for being pregnant at 85 with a mute husband. Yeah, yeah right. All, you want to give that a minute. <laughs> so then, so we cut back to Joey's place. Now, he's still conflicted. His parents are super duper not conflicted. He's all like, I want to marry Mary. And they're all like, no, but no, though. Yeah, he's like, on the one hand, she was so kind in the two scenes we've met. And on the other hand, what she's saying is physically impossible. And insane, right? And insane. Son, Look at me, whore. <laughs> Meanwhile, mom's in the background already introducing him to new girls, just like, oh, look, if it isn't Choco from down the street coming to visit. Yeah, right, right. She can do a split. Well, <laughs> and Joseph's like, uh, well, you know what? I'll break off the engagement slowly. And I'm like, she just took a week long fucking trip to live in Hebron and shameful exile. I feel like the engagement's over, bro. <laughs> That's already happened in the movie. 
So and then and then we're gonna get Joey doing a duet with himself. Fuck yeah. Ooh, the red doodly do. Joseph versus Joseph ninja fight. The Psycho Machia ninja fight song. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was pretty great. I, I This was my favorite scene in the movie, I would say. Yeah. This was genuinely fun. Oh, not mine. It, uh, short, outside of donkey stuff. Okay. Outside of donkey right. stuff, yeah. best scene in the movie. Okay. If I had a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just have to point out, they made this actor do fight choreography, and fight choreography for these musical theater kids is shoulder grabbing and tango. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and what's amazing is they're ha trying to have him fight himself, but they don't have the money for the CGI to make that work. So it's just him fighting himself in that deep ass cowl from before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, it seemed like part of the fight was the fighting, the hug based fight. So that was mm -hmm. some of mm -hmm. the points. The rest of the points were earned by singing at the red apparition of Mary more so it's like two different josephs right like trying to like push the other one out of the way and then like get a few lines out of the lyrics and sing it at red mary yeah uh -huh. i want that to be like like an event in wwe like you know they have like the cage match or the chair thing or whatever the duet this would work like where you have to win a sing yeah, thing. Uh -huh. All yeah. Right. Cool. and i will say that the dance fight choreographer still looked a little less staged than when David A.R. White does it, right? Like, yeah, they, you, you for couldn't sure, actually yeah. hear them going, and one, two, punch, one, two, and three, block. Four, yeah, and, and they were dancing. Three, yeah. One, two. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. So, but midway through his dreamy dance fight thing, Gabriel speaks to him and tells him he has to still marry her, though. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I think the other guy won the fight, though, right? Did I, hey, other guy. Oh, he got me. <laughs> other guy got me. Look at that. Uh, well, yeah, he goes. And what a great way to undercut your own stupid fucking take on the story, right? Because the whole story that they're telling now is, wow, Joseph's still in love with her and he can't decide what to do. But then they're like, no, he was actually divinely commanded. So it really didn't matter how he felt about shit. Right. Just picturing someone who saw this movie but hasn't read the Bible, leafing through their Bible later. When does he have the dance fight? Is that right. like a loose yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah. or, uh... So meanwhile, King Herod is still having more bad dreams, probably because he sleeps right next to a big, scary lion door. Yeah, it's That'll the problem it. with having a giant lion in your living room. Not great for nightmares. Power bill is sky high. Yeah, no. It's, snap it's, up awake. You kind of hit your head on the big, on a tooth. big tooth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that, just then, Auntie Potter comes in to tell him that the three wise men are there and would like to use his library to help find uh, the Virgin Mary. And they brought their full level shenanigans with them. They brought their that, full level that shenanigans. they did, yes. Uh, Which is weird because it's a weird, like Antonio Banderas isn't stopping doing his bit and they're doing their bits which is weird, which would be like if in the background of the diatribe on every episode of Scathing, Heath and I were just trying to move a sofa into someone's <laughs> house we didn't like very much. <laughs> yeah, and the wise men explain, hey, we're waiting for the birth of the king of kings. He's, he's going to be born in your kingdom and we need your help to find him. Also, probably why you're having bad dreams. And he's like, what? Why? And they're like, because this plot is as thin as an antelope hair and we've got to flesh it out somehow. Man, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Help us find your replacement as king. And he's like, I'm really drunk, but no, I think no. I'm pretty sure yeah, no. no. Totally. Yeah. I, would I would love to help you. Hey, that mom, is she um, stabbable to you? Is that part of the mythos? <laughs> right. <laughs> How stabbable she is? Well, at first, they he doesn't want to help, but then they do the, uh, we'll give you some myrrh song, you know? Mer this was fun. Glorious myrrh. <laughs> 
Well, this is the one time we get to hear Balthazar's amazing bass voice, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and this is also where, like, suddenly you're like, oh, this is why they're so bad at acting because they're really good singers. That's they're why the, they're, they're here, here for, for the, the song, song with the yeah. gold myrrh Frankenstein. And they really, you know how when you watch, this is for like three people in our audience, but I'm going to say it anyways. When you watch a production of Les Mis, the Tenardiers are the only enjoyable humans in that cast, right? Everyone else is just a real fucking shit show. And you're just, you're just <laughs> waiting for the Tenardiers to do Master of the House. So good. That's what the Three Kings and their Murr song was, yeah. right? Yes. Everybody was like, no, 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 we're rehearsing the Murr song again this week. So that'll, <laughs> be, a fun, yeah. that'll be a fun day. <laughs> but ultimately, after they sing the song about how great Murr and Frankincense are, I feel like Frankincense guy gets fucked. He on this. gets so and fucked. You see him be like so sorry. He's sorry. Because it's like, here's myrrh, which is like drugs in this universe. And then gold is gold. And then he's like, I I really like should go oil first. or perfume, but it's not clear. You could spray it in your baby's eye. I don't know. I'm really sorry. We made up a drummer so that I could be in second. We did a rock, place. paper, scissors <laughs> tournament, and I lost every time. Every time. I thought we were just doing gifts we made. And it was, we had, a, we actually had a limit. We had a number limit, and I was the only goal. one who stayed under it. So, yeah, but so, but Herod ultimately he does agree to help them, but sinisterly, right? He's like, "Yeah, you can use my library all you want," and so they leave. And he turns to Antipater and he goes, "Like, you know, find that meddling fetus." I really wanted Antipop to be like, "It's okay." I've got it. And he just pulls out like an ancient Bronze Age ultrasound machine. And he's like, he won't escape me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lindell comes in and side tackles him. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm craving some myrrh. So I guess we're going to take another quick break. But first, let me give Acme the hard sell. Will they manage to make the biblical census even more nonsensical? Will the doggy learn karate? Will they chicken out on all the baby murder that's central to their story? Find out the answers to these questions and more. We'll return for the largissimo conclusion of Journey to Bethlehem. And that's when I turn to him and say, Bonjour, gem apples, Eli. Oh my God, I love it. Right? It's just such a classic meat. Hey, guys, what are you doing? Oh, we're practicing for Eli's Paris Christmas romance. Paris Christmas romance? Yeah, you know, I go to Paris, I meet a French guy, we fall in love, or jam, as the French say. Uh, uh, Eli, if you want to fall in love in French, I think you're going to have to brush up on your language skills. Psh, tell me about it. I'd love to learn, but it's so difficult. Well, why don't you just try Babbel? Wait, no, what's Babbel? Mon Dieu! Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are little more than games, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. It's true. I downloaded Babbel when they became a sponsor, and I used it to tune up my Swedish before we went on our trip this year. That's why I, Heath Enright, personally endorse Babbel. And here's a special limited time offer for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash awful. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash awful, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash awful. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thanks, guys. Now I feel ready for my romance, or as the French say, mon chèvre, 
aim a lot. I mean, no, they, they do say that. Uh, well, okay. All right. Auntie Pater, tell me, what is the news from Rome? Uh, well, your highness. Uh, Sorry, let's step into my throne room. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. A lion. Jazz. Was that fire? Jazz. It was a whole thing to install. Wash your step. Yeah, I bet. Wow, that's got to be a nightmare to keep lit. Genuinely a nightmare, Jazz. So from Rome. Right. Uh, so Caesar, I'm sorry, wait, are the eyes glowing in this? Yeah, he's, he's um, torches in the back. Oh, torches. Nice touch. Very intimidating. Is it? I feel like you're in the room for like eight seconds and then you feel like you're on this set for Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, no, it's it's uh, foreboding. No, no, you are being nice. I should have had just like a throne room. That's why kings do throne rooms. This is not, it's like themed. I mean, look, look we all make mistakes, right? Like my wife put in a, a kitchen island, right? And that just, that just takes up a ton of space. Really? I thought a kitchen island would be like more convenient. Like well, a no, space you would for... think that, right? But it just, it gets in the way constantly. Oh no, that's too bad. Yeah. Hey, hey, King Herod. Jace. Where are you from? Spain. Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back for still more of this shit. We're going to rejoin the action back at Cousin Elizabeth's house with Auntie Potter and his soldiers showing up. They've heard Mary is, is somewhere in the area. Mm-hmm. It's a little suspicious. In the Maria, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so um, the connection's bad. No, I said Maria. She's oh, in the Maria. Oh, okay, that must have, because the bad connection is probably Yeah, we'll I just take laugh. it again. Maria. Your line is It's written, it is, oh, wow, it's written into the notes. Didn't there realize it is. that. You see it? I'm there holding a gun on yep. Heath right now. I know you all can't <laughs> see it. But. but yeah, so they're like, we have it on good authority that the girl is here. And they're like, uh, do you wouldn't mind if we looked around, would you? And Elizabeth's like, it's not my ass. Yeah, look around. Fine. <laughs> you remember that amazing scene from Inglorious Bastards with Christoph Waltz? And it's like super yeah, the opening and scene. awesome. Yeah. Do you remember how it wasn't silly enough, though? Right. That was my problem with well, it. Well, they fixed it. You here. know how she wasn't sitting on a rubber chicken? <laughs> so, so Joe shows up to save her. He's like, oh, the soldiers are coming to get you. I came to save you. And she's like, little late, little late. And he's like, don't worry. There's a man-sized pile of hay that we can hide in a la Assassin's <laughs> fucking Creed. I wanted Antonio to be in there so bad. And he's like, sorry, I'm actually, I'm, I'm killing Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> Did you dive off a building into this? Yes. No, it's fine. I'm, all, I'm okay. All my bones are You're still, fine. Yeah, it's great. Okay. So now are we saying though that, are we saying that she couldn't have thought of jump into this men-sized pile of hay if Joseph hadn't been there to help? I mean, like if anything else, he's just taking up room in the hay pile. He's an inventor. Yeah, he he, he invented hay, hay volumes. Volume. <laughs> <laughs> Hayness. And yes. I just want to point out, little spoiler, at this point in the movie, I wrote in my notes, my God, the donkey's going to have to fight them off. Pin in that. Big pin, yep. Big yep. pin in my joke. Pin the donkey's going to have to fight the them off. Pin the tail learning. on that donkey. All righty. Thank you. Maria. Eli, I said, <laughs> I said, I'm grabbing your gun. You say ha ha ha. So, <laughs> so the soldiers leave. Mary and Joe catch up 
on what they've been up to lately. And Joe sure is sorry for not immediately believing that she was impregnated by an omnipotent ghost. Right. And she's like, well, I'll forgive you this time. And again, they have, is, again, this is a, a drama they have created that is not in the Bible. And Zachariah is doing bits in the back. <laughs> They're yes. doing the like, I forgive you. Well, I think you and I will. And Zachariah's in the back being like, oh, he's like in DJ glasses and <laughs> rowing an invisible canoe. canoe yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So, but, but Mary realizes she's got a, she's got a plan. They're looking for a young, unmarried pregnant woman. So if her and Joseph get speed married, they'll never find him because they don't know that unmarried is not an unalterable state, apparently. It's a word. So <laughs> yeah. we could just tell people, nope. Nope. Oh, no, I, it feels a lot like because, yeah, because this is totally unnecessary. It feels like what's really going on is Mary's like, I'd be damned if I'm going to go through an entire pregnancy without at least getting fucked out of the deal. Right. Uh, so let's get married. Right. Mm -hmm. But of course, for that, they would need a priest. Don't worry. Zechariah, the mute cousin, is a priest so he can marry. <laughs> and it literally, again, pans to him like, you know, when they dress up a character as a lady in a comedy and the camera cuts to him and he goes, why are you guys looking at me? That's what happens to Zachariah <laughs> on high, son of Joseph, son of Nabom right now. Yep. Like, it's your God, guys. I feel like there's only so much shellac you can do. <laughs> Zachariah, what say you? <laughs> so, yeah. So we cut to the altar and they get a little bit racy here, right? Because the donkey is the best man. And, and 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 Joseph goes, you're being such an eh. But then oh, the donkey cuts him said off. It. Oh, he doesn't. They almost quite. said it. Says guys, it. guys, is die. this okay? Because well, like, we're having a lot of we're, fun we're right, right in this on the Christian edge. movie. We're right on the edge. And like, I'm not afraid of edgy. I'm wearing a hat indoors, but I want to make sure. <laughs> no, but but like for realsies, you know that they sat around in that writer's room for a good three and a half minutes looking at that one going, I don't know. I think that might be. I think we can get away with so it. So many high fives. And then we write a movie around that, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> and they did. This is also where they got their bargain base. CGI fireflies, which I love. Oh my God. <laughs> Have you ever been to a children's museum where there's like lasers in one room because museums are underfunded and the world is hell? Sure. That's where they shot this scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Because they do their getting married song where they have a lot of fireflies. They do their marriage not dance, which is not as anywhere near as sexy as I just made it sound, but they just tie the things in a knot while they're getting married and dancing thing. Right. Yeah. And it's it's just a duet for Joseph and Mary, but they keep showing Zachariah. And he has I get that he's supposed to be mute, but he also has to just stand there in the really close background of a musical moment and just not mm -hmm. move. And just and like, yeah. You see you see him like bop his head a little bit for a second. He couldn't help it. But he has to just stand there completely. It looks crazy. He looks like he looks like Patton Oswalt in that one moment. Yes, freezing right. in King yeah. of Queens, one hundred percent. Yes, and the and the lyrics of this song, by the way, are like maybe someday this marriage will turn out to have been a good idea, right? That's the song that we're singing. Yeah, the final lyric is maybe one day I can learn to love you too. A exact quote, and she gives him a cheek kiss, and this is where I developed the theory of like, do the movie makers think that Mary was always a virgin, like she never Stayed? fucked Joseph because because. 
Jesus had brothers and sisters. I don't right. know. We know that. Gabriel was super busy on that. But yeah, well, yeah. And then they ultimately, they seal their marriage with a kiss that has all the passion of a gay woman being forced to kiss a male mannequin at gunpoint, right? Which, given the actors in this so movie, Christian is movie. pretty close yeah. to what yeah, happens. Right, yeah, right. Both of these very gay actors were like, oh, did Let's you see we don't get to kiss? Lip it up, though. Yeah, we would love moment. it. We would love to Mine kiss. Mine on yours? We would love to. Uh-huh. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go. You didn't go, though. You didn't go. Just give me a second. But I, I love, though, that they cut to Donkey, who is as unimpressed by that kiss as I am, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> meanwhile, Antipotter is yelling at the three wise men in the library because they're taking too damn long to find Mary. Right. Yeah. He has this big like, you know, what do you need with a peasant's baby anyway? You're kings. You're rich. You you could just buy whatever it is that he has. And they're like, nope, can't buy Jesusness. It's just that's that's a different thing. I like that. This is this is Ante Pater who's mm. yelling at them. Right. Obviously. And then he finally he's like, fine, you it's like the meaning of life to you or whatever. That, that's dumb to find a peasant baby for that. I don't care. And he walks out. As he's walking out, he's like, just find the mother, like I said. That's what we're doing. And then he real he's like still mad. He like circles back, looks right at him, slaps the bottle of wine off the table as he's staring at drunk magi guy, and he's like, fuck your wine. Yeah. Okay, right. Now. Like an angry yeah. cat. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, the line, by the way, is that he goes, my father wants the mother found. But the way he delivers it, there's a moment between Fow and End where you are sure he's going to say, my father wants that motherfucker. Uh, it was just, that's what I was yeah, hearing. Yeah, for sure. I was, I because was, like the, uh, the whole time I had these three old ladies going like, well, I don't think it's appropriate at all to make a joke about that part of the Bible or whatever. I When I thought he was going to say motherfucker, I stared right at him. Like, I yeah. <laughs> was like, I, I need to ready. clear the path to the there. exit. Yeah. So, yeah, but but the three wise men, he leaves and the three wise men are going like, you know, I'm starting to think that Herod might not be helping for entirely ethical reasons here. We gotta yeah. stop just stopping in every king's house we meet, guys. <laughs> this is not going well. So the next morning, Antipater has to tell Herod that the Magi have dipped out overnight. And Herod's like, oh, okay, it's fine. We'll just kill all the newborn babies. And he's like, oh, in the... In the musical? Yes. <laughs> I don't... Do we have to write songs for that? I don't know. We've already done a big bunch of really big changes. I would love for us to just cut that like from the story. Wordplay about it is hard. And they do. It's the inciting incident of the whole fucking story. And they're just like, no, nah, but not, but really not. Because Harry goes like, oh, well, we just kill all the pregnant women and babies. And Auntie Potter's like, do you fucking hear yourself, dude? And then they don't. And they then that's don't. not what happens. That is not what happens in this version of the <laughs> biblical story of Christ, the savior of the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and then Antipater's like, well, maybe we can use the census as an excuse to check everybody for king babies. And I'm like, how does that fucking help? You could just also just check. Too. You can just do whatever you want. You're a king. Right. No, we'll put a box on the census that says baby's father Present, not present. God. Omnipotent creator of the yeah, universe. Right, yeah. You're not allowed to lie on that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to Everyone gets along for it. Lying on the census is a big deal. Right. <laughs> and then, well, and Herod's like, okay, but if you don't find her through this census plan, you have to do my whole baby genocide thing. And Antipater's like, okay, do you, but that would mean that we would be doing it for no reason because we didn't find her. She's not here. <laughs> so, you're, so what you're saying is we only get to kill all the babies if it's recreational, right? 
And he's like, I have a sword for that. And he's like, no, did you not hear? I'm saying, Dad, come on. I don't, I didn't doubt you had a weapon to kill the innocent pregnant women. We could kill some babies right now. I know, I know. I heard you say that. The pregnant women, yeah, they are yeah, very you're slow. You're handing me a second sword. Okay. Their feet. <laughs> the babies inside them even slower, mm, really. Just think about it. Their feet hurt them already. They cannot run away. You like my ear thing. Jeez. I cannot. Oh, I did not notice it. This right here? Oh, yeah. No, when, it's, where it's, did you get it? On this side. I got, I've been wearing it for a while. It's oh, pretty, I so, noticed you got so, it in the gay ear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so dad wanders off, leaving Auntie Potter to think things over in song. Right. Blood, blood. <laughs> My favorite part of a fucking movie. All right, so I, not gonna song. lie, kind of dug this fucking song. It sounded a lot like Imagine Dragons, but in a good way, right? Yeah, it's a Creed song to footage of his childhood self pushing things over. It fucking right. rules. And I love because okay, so they've they've hired this kid actor and they're like, you're just going to trash this room. But the kid isn't comfortable doing this. So it's like somebody asked my grandma to trash a china shop. He just gently pushes over one thing, kind of timidly tugs at the fabric on the wall. Right. <laughs> but the song was great. I actually, this one's been in my head ever since. So yeah. And, and as if the song wasn't good enough, we get that sweet choreographed spear work. In the middle of it? Yeah. There's a, like, unironically, this is my favorite scene in the history of god-awful movies. It's like, ironically, my favorite is still the step on Jesus moment from a footman tire you. But like, in terms of actual quality of scene, this is the best it's ever been for us. Oh, see, I thought it was super lame. I wrote in my notes, this makes lightsaber kid look like a badass. <laughs> So, it was fun. Well, though. It was th fun. Those are, those are not mutually exclusive, Eli. Sure. <laughs> That's fair, true. Fair. That's yeah. true. But just a kid in a snit about his dad being like big shoes to fill and then like singing a choreographed song with spear dancing. That was fun. That's I pretty good. That. I, 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 that's the most fun I had in the movie. That's for sure. Well, no, sorry. The donkey scene that's coming up was yeah, obvious. Right, exactly, like, yeah. exactly. Very dramatic. At the end, I wanted dad Antonio Banderas to just walk back into the scene and do like a ball check on his son. Ow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or like he just pokes his head back in. What are you singing about? Nothing. Not We weren't even singing. Nothing, were we, not, guys? We're I just... do not have an internal conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Doing great. So, so, okay. So then we cut briefly to Nazareth. Right, we get Joe cooking some stew for Mary because he's pretty progressive. That Joseph, he has to do the cooking. Yeah. Feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, she says, even Fig the donkey starting to like you. And I'm like, I feel like I've been betrayed by that donkey then. Because real, up yeah. until now, that donkey has been our analog in the story. But no, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. So, but anyway, so as they're having this conversation, a Roman soldier storms in to try to like forcibly census them. It's so good. Yeah. So for those of you who aren't super familiar with the Christmas story, first of all, congratulations on the coma you just woke up yeah, from right, or right, your right. fifth birthday. I'm not clear how you didn't get this story yet, but they're in Bethlehem. Nazareth. Nazareth. Oh, right now they're right. in Nazareth, right. They have but to go to Bethlehem. But the prophecy says that he's from Bethlehem. So medieval Heath and Eli were like, just saying they had to go home for the holidays or something. I don't know, <laughs> fucking know what, man. But now we have to watch a guy from the census be like, where are you from? And they're like, Bethlehem. And he's like, okay, well, you have to go there. Go there and do it there. there? Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, if you're from Bethlehem, you have to go there to be counted. And he's like, there's two of us. You're right there. Right? Like this was, and, and he's like, yeah, no, this is the dumbest element of this story in the Bible. And we've made it worse now. 
He's like, right. I already started filling out the ticket of you not being in my senses. <laughs> like that. It's a shelter in place order. You have <laughs> to do it. Well, and he's like, and, but and then he's like, well, but my wife is with child in Bethlehem is weeks away. And I'm like, yeah, great point. What are they going to just hold the census in Bethlehem until the two of them get there? And how are you going to communicate that with the guys in Bethlehem? Can you bring them this note that says there's two people coming with you? <laughs> To be part of the fuck, this is gonna take forever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but so so they they head out to Bethlehem, and and look, they could just in the, again in this stupid fucking story, knowing that the bad guys are looking for them, they could just go literally anywhere else, right? And they could say, you know, I'm fucking Moishi, and this is fucking Rachel, and we're fine, you know, and whatever. Yeah. But no, they go to Bethlehem and and this goes on for like 45 minutes because that's the name of the movie, right? Yeah, we watch them do a walking montage. During that, he invents a portable chair for her. Inventor. Oh, oh shit. he did invent that. Yeah, he's like, I invented the chair. chair. And she's like, actually, that's the one technology that already exists. But it folded out. No, it didn't fold out. It did I, as I said it, I realized I was lying. It didn't yep. fold out. <laughs> it had a cross on it. God I fuck- invented perpendicularity. Nope, that's nope, already a thing. A priori. God fucked shit. my wife. <laughs> So yeah, so we get this fucking Lord of the Rings trilogy amount of walking, but eventually they journey all the way to Bethlehem. And then literally one scene and one montage from the last title card telling us we were in Nazareth. We're in Bethlehem. Yep. Apparently fucking Romans are checking IDs at the gate. They're checking vaccine cards on the way into the city. The the door to Bethlehem. The city (laughs) door. You have to be on the guy's clipboard or else you get in trouble. Yeah, right, right. No, I got to say. Private party. I honestly, (laughs) I had to throw out a lot of, but what about the other directions jokes when I found out that Bethlehem actually was a walled city at this point in history? So they think, yeah, I thought I had some good bits there, but no. But her savior belly tells her like the direction to go in, right? He's like, oh, we can probably just fake it. And she's like, no, sorry. The kid's telling me we got to do shenanigans. Yeah, right. Here's the thing. If I got impregnated by God, the God of the universe, and I believed that to be true, I wouldn't be strategizing anything. I wouldn't be worried. Yeah. I would right. just be, I'd be a dick about everything. I'd just walk I'd just up. be dancing around, walking right up to that guy. Somersaulting your way in. his nose. Pointing no my belly boop. button at him. I'm hey. Hey, you want a laser blast from this? Because you're going to get a full-on God laser blast if you don't get the fuck out of my way. Or you won't, but something else will go good for me. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I win. Right. Eagle. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. So she's going into labor, and she's like, oh, you know, they'll catch us if we go in through the main entrance. He's like, don't worry. I know a secret way into the city through a sewer pipe. Yes. And she's like, great. That's great. So, and then, okay, so they're going to go off to that. We have to check in with the three wise men long enough for them to say, tonight is the end of the movie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Heath character is complaining because he smells like sheep poop. Mm. And Anna, <laughs> out loud, yelled in the theater, Spa Day! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so then, so we cut back. Joe and Mary. Turns out that Joe's secret way in is through a tunnel, which is guarded. There's this great moment there where they're like, well, how will we get the donkey in? And she's just like, literal fucking magic. We don't goddamn care. The donkey will just fly. It doesn't, <laughs> the plot cannot be bothered with that. 
Right. Also, I'll distract the entire army of Herod with like video game guard move. Yes. Like stealth mode yes. where I throw a rock off to the side yes. and they all look at it and walk away slowly and yep. we go right past. A question mark appears above yeah. his head and he wanders. <laughs> yeah, in that exactly. Direction. No, it's, once again, like playing Assassin's Creed really helped Mary through this, I, I will say. Mm. Yeah. So they sneak in through the tunnel, they get into the city. Joe's going to run around and check to see if any of the inns have free rooms while Mary hangs back and like contracts, I guess. Yeah. And a soldier hears her screaming and they have this moment of tension where the soldier's like, huh, what's that? I heard a lady. Maybe it's the lady I'm supposed to kill. Exclamation mark over his head. Three question marks and an exclamation. Yeah, and an interrobang has formed over his head now. Right, it's going to be like a you lost thing for a stealth game. But then the donkey hits him from behind. The donkey (laughs) snaps his neck like Stephen fucking (laughs) Seagal. Yes! Yes, the I donkey was, just like appears out of the shadows. You can just see his eyes open yep. like fucking Rambo in first blood coming out of the mud wall or whatever and slits his fucking throat. Watch the, the movie if you don't believe me. I don't believe me, but it really fucking happened. I was crying with laughter so hard I could not see my notes. <laughs> so the donkey fucking karate attacks, the, knocks him unconscious, knocks the guard the fuck out with a donkey kick. (laughs) (laughs) Just flying around the rafters like Batman (laughs) swoops down. Where are you? Yeah, right. You wouldn't like my donkey when he's angry. (laughs) (laughs) The Doom music. Oh my God. Crazy Billionaire remake. We just play the Doom music at this point (laughs) of the movie. (laughs) So... So yeah, so the doggy knocks him out. Joe runs back. He's like, hey, I found a barn we can sleep in. And to her credit, Mary doesn't go fucking what? (laughs) It's the son of goddamn God. That's a weird phrase I said, but you get what I mean. It should be nicer. Don't your parents live here in this city? Yeah. What the fuck? Right. How much are they giving for the wedding? (laughs) They really don't like you though. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I'm going to wear a Hawaiian shirt. So, okay. (laughs) So they rush into the barn. Joey sets up a nice bed and a nice manger. That weird concubine chick starts singing Silent Night. This is the hardest she misses because she's like, Right. Silent Night. Oh, my fucking. And you watch everyone in the movie be like, That's not how Silent we Night all goes. Know the note there. <laughs> it is a challenge to do a version of Silent Night that I won't like, but damned if they don't manage it. Yeah. <sighs> so, and, and then. She has the baby, like boom, right? (laughs) We cut to uh, the baby has been had. She's holding them. He's perfectly clean. No running water, no non-running water. Everybody's nice and tidied up at this point. Yeah. Let me tell you, I can confirm women are softly, gently holding a perfectly clean baby seconds after their baby is born. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially if the person delivering the baby's never done it before Mm -hmm. and doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. And the mother is 12. It works out every time. Trust me. Yeah. So, but of course, as he's born, the the star like brightens and it blinds everybody in the kingdom. It just, it's regional. Including the donkey. Star, yes, yes. They literally <laughs> do a cut to the donkey being like, ow, my eyes, I'm a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, and look, we get Herod. Herod sees the light. He's like, mm, I, that can't be good. Yeah. They're all like Trump staring at the eclipse, just yeah. having yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. right. 
Although we do see the choir of Gabriel and his angels in the sky, and they're very beautiful. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Moment. So oh, a whole yeah. drag team. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Antonio Banderas's reaction shot to that, I think, was him in real life, just again rolling his face off, being like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" Is What's that happening? a drag choir? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to just do one tab from now on. It's got to be the one tab or single Four, sides. Three, seven. So. The- <laughs> got to be a prime number the important thing is it's a prime number so stupid 13 (laughs) little lamb leads the field hands into the barn so they can join the jesus party i feel like the the three wise men feel dumb at that point where they're like fuck there's gonna i didn't know there would be lambs just leading people in i didn't know there'd be guide lambs we've been doing our non-telescope tube point at this guy (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) just wasting our fucking time and then mary sings a uh how about this baby messiah of mine song to baby jesus Mm-hmm. It's snowing now in Bethlehem yep. at this moment mm-hmm. as well. The yep. three kings walk in December. and start singing and harmonizing with her, and she's completely unaffected. And I know that seems like a stretch, but honestly, if after Anna had given birth, that had happened, I would have been like, sure, man, do you have the pain medication? Like, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. <laughs> whatever right. you want. And then the donkey's just like, remember when I killed a guy? <laughs> that was fucking awesome. And of course, this is the part where they take that glorious bass voice and have him lip sync tenor. Sure. I don't know what the fuck that was, but yeah. So everybody's lined up to see Jesus like they're a fucking, like he's a stadium urinal or whatever. And then we cut to late that night. Everybody's asleep when Auntie Potter shows up in the bar. Yeah. Get soldiers with. And he's standing there watching them sleep. Like he, (laughs) he was standing there when they wake up and they're like, hey man, were you? Watching us sleep dramatically? No. <laughs> I was here for a normal amount of time. Right. There had to be a moment where he's like, t- turns to his soldiers and he's like, okay, so I don't, everybody be quiet. I just, I want to just kind of be staring menacingly when they wake up. I just kind of want it to be a natural moment. So it's going to take a second. Everybody just quiet down. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what happened. They're not waking up. They're not, stay out, stay out. They're not waking up. <laughs> Hold on. Joseph. Joseph. Mary. Mary. <laughs> I'm doing a dramatic thing. Hey, everybody. Oh, it's me, Auntie Potter. So, yeah, so Mary and Joseph wake up and Auntie Potter looks at the kid and he goes, who's the dad? And Joseph's like, I was the one sleeping with her when you showed up. So it seems like a weird question, but um, but me and Auntie Potter's like, bullshit. No, obviously not. You're impotent looking or something. Yeah. And then Joseph tries to fight him and Mary's like, don't don't do the Peter thing. Relax. Because then I remembered when Peter was like, let's fucking go in the middle of Jesus's moment. And I had a little giggle about that because I think about it every three days and it makes me so happy. Pretty awesome moment. Yeah. And Mary explains, look, my son is the king. Yes, but he doesn't need your dad's little shitty throne. He's a way bigger king than that. And Auntie Potter's like, you see how this isn't making it better, right? At this point, I was obsessed with the donkey and I really wanted the donkey to be behind Auntie Potter making, do you want me to kill him gestures behind him? (laughs) (laughs) He just like drops waist first down from the ceiling and gives the like snap next gesture question mark. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then, and then Mary's like, no, look at the baby, check the baby for what insurrection, kingliness, no idea, no fucking clue. Right. But Auntie Potter comes over, he looks at Jesus and he's like, what? That is one chosen ass looking baby. I will give you that, you know? Yeah. And then he looks back at his soldiers and he's like, we're going to give them safe passage. And the main soldier guy is standing right behind Potter and he's like, what? (laughs) Actual line. Yeah. Fucking what? And they're like, yeah. 
I guess we're letting them go now. Do you think they cut when that actor said, that's not what happens in the Bible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy, the, the Auntie Potter's like, so what's what's the baby's name? She's like, Jesus. And he's like, yeah, no, that'll be great when you stub your toe. That'll work. Jesus, I get it. I sure, get yeah, it. no, I like it. Are you sure? Are you sure it's Jesus? It's Jesus, don't. Is you sure it's this. not Yeshua? Because it could be Yeshua, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, okay. So then we get, it's the next morning. The three wise men are heading out and Mary and Joseph are going to, to, to take the baby to Egypt, right? Which is weird. They're all leaving together. Like, did the three wise men sleep in the barn with them then? Yeah. That night? <laughs> Unclear. But, of course, before they can leave, they need to give Jesus their gifts. Frankincense, gold, and probably weed. Probably right? myrrh. I wish we had got a scene of them trying to like sleep in the same little like hay manger area. Trying to get comfortable. Stop. Yeah. Push off. Yeah. But no, they, but they literally, the last scene we have with the three wise men is them continuing their fight about how stupid Frankenstein Frank is. Frankenstein fucking sucks. Yeah. Why'd yeah. you make me go second? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. And then as Mary and Joe head away, Mary kisses him because she loves him now. Again, turns out that the message of this film, the main message of this film is betrothal is awesome. And works out great. Mary did too love Joseph. Yeah. Right. And then we we close out on, uh, it turns out that this whole story has been Mary telling infant Jesus about the time that mom and dad met and about his birth. And that's how I met your motherfucker. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Baby Jesus takes a giant shit. End of movie. Yeah. I like that we get, yeah, he was like two, two-year-old, three-year-old Jesus. Oh, like four-year-old, yeah. Yeah, he was much older. Yeah, four or five years old, yeah. So, and at the very end, a title card comes up and tells us that while some creative liberties have been taken, this is the true story. Hey, everybody, I was editing the movie and we really got fucking buck wild with this story. Please, <laughs> so, please, little old ladies in a series in the theater with Noah, don't beat us up. We just looked up the Bible on Yik Yak and it was not. So boring. <laughs> right. But that's just the thing, right? They know their audience. They know that until that title card up came up, there were people sitting there going, wait, is that song from the Bible? Did Mary have a donkey sidekick that knew karate? I didn't know that. I, I should <laughs> I read got, this book. I got to read the Bible again, y'all. I forgot about the karate donkey, and I, I'm going to incorporate <laughs> that more into my walk. <laughs> and then the fucking director as the credits start to roll. The director and his wife show up in the credits and ask us to buy more tickets for this movie. He's wearing the anthropology hat for women and it's all I can think about for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, yeah, but apparently, I guess, look out for that in all of our movies now, right? It worked out so good for Sound of Freedom that now every movie is going to end with, and you know what? You're allowed to buy as many tickets for this movie as you want. They can't stop you. I was going to say, yeah, no. don't don't just look out for it for our movies. Look it out for it for our live shows, right? You can buy two tickets <laughs> to your live shows, sit across them. <laughs> you thought Tip Creep was bad. Holy shit. Yeah. We actually got, in the previews, we got a movie from Angel Studios that looks, I think, it, Kendrick Brothers? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Kendrick's pretty Brothers got a new one. Interesting. That's not the one that I Oh, wanted. those were two different ones? Yeah. Okay. We got a Kendrick Brothers and an Angel Studios in the previews. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I, but that's the end of the movie. Unless you buy more tickets, I guess, in which case we could just start this episode again from the beginning. So in closing, I have to ask, what songs about Jesus's birth do you guys think they missed? What were you hoping for and uh, didn't get? Ooh, how about a song in act one where Fig the donkey swears to never kill again? <laughs> 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 
Anything with more Fig the Donkey. Obviously. Yeah, Fig the Donkey deserves movie. his own. Yes, exactly. Give him a movie. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, Song-wise, I'm saying, I mean, <laughs> they needed to fit like a virgin into that sex scene, Oh, right? fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah. What a missed opportunity. All right. So now we've got plenty of good ideas for Journey to Bethlehem to the Revenge. So I guess that's going to do it for our review. But that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to 430 tuple the down. So Eli, tell us what's on deck. Well, Noah, it's Thanksgiving and those of us who love our families will be gone. They're coming to me. So you'll be getting some help from our friends across the pond checking whether or not superpowers are real. Spoiler alert. Yes, they are. are You'll they? be watching the documentary okay. Superhuman. Oh, good. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 431 to a merciful close. Once again, huge thanks to all the Patreon owners that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, D&D Minus, and The Skeptocrat, available wherever podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slapping of Vivid Drafts on Mars. All the other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Joseph went on to invent nothing, nothing else. Mary went on to teach nothing. Nothing else. <laughs> Fig the Donkey went on to star in his own spin-off action martial arts movie. Fuck yeah. Really? What's it called? Fake Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs>